Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Tuesday. We are kicking off Toast Friends and Family Week here at The Toast, and we are kicking it off with a personal favorite. Not only because she's hilarious, we support women in comedy, yada, 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 <laughs> but because she showed up in a t-shirt with my face on it, and it's like she knows the way to my heart. Ben is always saying, whenever we're talking about people, he's like, oh, I really like that person. And Ben's like, you only like them because they're like so flattering and like up your ass. Like That is the way to my heart. So you showing up in one of my merch available, actually, I think it's sold out, but toastmerch.com. It's sold out, but... I, I give respect where respect is due. I really And like, I have to say, this is good merch. Only it's like Chanel. It's basically <laughs> Chanel. And yeah, I give respect. And I just support other women in comedy too. Okay, so we have so much to catch up on. The last we time do. we were on the toast, I feel like was a year ago, because that was Jackie's maternity leave and he was born in like February. It so. was a little bit over a year ago. Yeah. And that was the first time we met and it was magical. It was the first we made time we out. Met? It was the first time we like talked shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you stayed after the toast for a while and we just like gossiped. But it was. You have really good gossip. Oh my God, thank you. It's really good. <laughs> but it's gotten me in trouble before. Uh-huh. And so that's I, what I'm hoping you'll do here today. Yeah, I'm a loose lip bitch, not just talking about my pussy. And <gasps> I. <laughs> but I, I just, I can't lie. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like Paige and I were talking about. Oh, I already brought a page. Oh, that's literally me and Jackie. It's I'm all like, I do. No, I'm like, Jackie thinks that like, and no, and Jackie said that. And Jackie, and no, I'm so annoying. I'm, I'm like, I'm not obsessed with her, but Paige just told me she liked my outfit today. But, oh, that's good. But when we're in Ubers, like I, I'll try to lie and then I'll get myself in like I a know. weird, horrible situation where Paige is like so good at being sleek and smart. That's so Paige. Yeah. I'll be so interested to see on Friday if Paige talks about you as much as you talk about her. Honestly, we're going to have to tally it up because yeah. it could start a fight. Yeah. If she doesn't like honor you in the way that you are honoring <laughs> but her she normally really does yeah no you guys are like such good best friends but it's also weird how compared to like the toast i feel like we're not sisters but we have similar chemistry that you and jackie have yeah like i mean i'm so the claudia you're I'm so, so, the, so Cla- the page jackie is so the page not that we copied you guys no but no, like, no 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 there was inspiration. That is what I seek to do every, when I wake up every morning. Inspire others to be the worst version of themselves. And so seeing it in person with you is really, it's humbling. But that's why I like that we hit it off. Because sometimes two Claudias could like, it could be too much, too much air taken up in the room. But no, you're right. we kind of, we do vibe. And yeah. to get an ass back is like, it's oh, like I yeah. got a little gold star. Well, you know what? I... I follow the data. You know, I was telling you before, I'm kind of like the eyes and ears of the IT department here at the Toast. And I'm constantly looking into our analytics. And I actually found it really interesting when we had all these guest co-hosts come for Jackie's maternity leave who performed well and who didn't. You would think people with like so many followers would perform great. And you and Paige as podcasters yourselves were She goes, someone with a tiny following like you. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. (laughs) 
but you guys are podcasters. It's so much yeah. easier to podcast with you guys, and you have an audience. So I looked. I looked at the data, and the data said we want Hannah back. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I also I think chemistry is so important because I've had those people, you know, who are so famous uh-huh. and they don't really give you anything uh-huh. or you don't vibe. Also, it's mental health. Let's have a good time. It's have a. Good, that's what we do here at the Toast. We <laughs> seek to inspire and to. <laughs> Radiate positivity. Also, I'm very proud of your TikTok because a year ago, you were just beginning your journey. I actually wasn't beginning my journey. I was just looked like I was beginning my journey because <laughs> I had no followers and I um, like had the worst content ever. But you had the passion. I will say our conversation and a lot of the advice that you gave me like really did inspire me. And you mm-hmm. were just so smart about the whole thing because you were like, you know, you make such funny jokes on the podcast and then your Instagram stories. So like reformulate that for TikTok. Like it's okay. Yeah. And I definitely took, and I'm still, I'm not doing great compared to you. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. <laughs> Um, but I, I feel like you were definitely a part of my very small success. I, I will, I see you as my protege. I really appreciate that. But like, you're all over my FYP and I'm just like, I'm, yeah, I'm very proud of you. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I kind of did it in my head a lot. Yeah. Okay. That's I totally could add to the engagement. That's my bad. I apologize for that. Well, you know, the last time you were here, we talked a lot about TikTok and I was like, you know, happy, but mostly jealous that you had like (laughs) had success. I remember you had like 600,000 followers. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so Happy for you. Um, and now you're here. And what do you have? Two million? Okay. TikTok saved my life. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you about that. It truly saved my life. Yeah. Because I'm like you in that like I was put on this earth to express myself. Mm-hmm. I want people. I want to say things that people are afraid to say. I want people to question things. I'm. I'm. Look, it's not that important. I'm not Mother Teresa, but like it makes me feel alive to 100%. be heard. And when I was doing reality TV, you know, you only get seen in certain ways mm-hmm. and you, know, you have good seasons, you have bad seasons. And then once I was off the show, I was like, I need to express myself. I love to create. And TikTok allowed me this like safe space where the algorithm's so good that mm-hmm. it finds other girlies and gays who need who need you or who have the same, you know, common sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So like my followers are so funny. Mm-hmm. They're so smart. They're so good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a way for me to express myself. And you're having so much success with it. Like, how has it impacted? Just, I'm curious, like, from a business perspective, how, like, blowing up on TikTok like that has impacted, like, the other facets of your business. Like, Burning in Hell, you host two podcasts, Everyone Knows Giggly Squad, Burning in Hell. Um, how does that, like, filter into other parts of your business? Great question. It's selling tickets for me. Really? Yeah, because I also... <laughs> so, famously, Emily Ratajkowski... Just, I just saw. She just gave me a shout out. Mm-hmm. And my whole, after like reality Famously. TV, I would imagine like kind of a bad experience happening. And then as you're on the street, everyone's like, what's going on with you and so-and-so? Right. And it's like a breakup yeah. where everyone's just asking public, in the public eye, yeah, asking public you square. about your breakup in the public square. And I remember thinking like, I want to do everything I can so that no one remembers yeah. <laughs> that you I did that reality what TV. you're known for. Ex- I don't want that to be on my tombstone. Yeah. No, and by the way, I don't even really associate you as like a former Summer House cast member anymore. I mean, I, d- I also am not one to be like, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. It was such a part of my life a and platform. it was so good. A platform. And during that time, when I was 26 and single, it was so fun. Uh-huh. Um, but now for... Emily Ratajkowski, she called me um, some comedian girl. That's huge. I called my therapist. I said, we did it. We did it. We did it, Joe. We're done. We did it, Joe. Some comedian girl is how I want to be known. But it's funny because the girls in their 30s, a lot of them, like, they've been following me for a while from Betches days. Right, right, right. Where then, like, I will get stopped on the street by, like, a 17-year-old girly who's, like, TikTok. So cool. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, that's this is inappropriate stuff you're watching right, right, but should right. be like I like your TikTok and then I get a big head yeah because if the Gen Z's think I'm cool I, I put like I'm done nobody understands that better than me I've been chasing the 17 year old <laughs> not, 
not in like a not in a Dalai Lama way. kind of yeah. way. No, in like a cool, hip kind of like you know mentor kind of way. No, like I will if a younger like high school or college girl wants to talk to me, I am all ears. I'm taking notes. Yeah, I'm actually I'm asking her like, is this outfit okay? Right, right. No, that's like. But me the Gen Z girls are fucking cool. I feel like they really decenter men from their life because mm-hmm. they didn't grow up with like the Disney movies yeah, yeah. like we did. Mm-hmm. And as two married women. I feel like we're both really good at decentering men from our life, oh. despite the fact that we're married. Where is Ben? Uh, he's in LA, and I completely agree with what you said. But for Des me, is in Ireland. Oh, don't even know actually. Should I we think, make out? I think. <laughs> well, for me, it's like I didn't like consciously decenter men from my life. I'm far too self-centered to have anything other than me be the center of my life. You know? Wow. And that's been really that's empowering. so self-aware. Oh, one thing about me, like <laughs> say what you want about me, you could say I'm annoying, yada yada. For sure, I agree. But I am nothing if not self-aware. And I love that for you, and that's why you're so funny. Thank you. Because w- you say it before everyone calls you out on it, and right. you're like, I got there first. Yep. But that's, I th- I do think when you're making decisions based on what other, like to meet a man somewhere, what a man will think, you get off your alignment, mm-hmm. and then you'll start attracting weird energies. Mm-hmm. And like I met Des, Des saw me in the background of a comedian's Instagram story. That was, that that's was crazy. I know. How technology. Long now? Not. We've only been married less than a year. Really? Last May we got married. Wow, that's so crazy. It feels like just like it's like you're just married. And my wedding has been overshadowed by Scandaval, which I'm dealing with. <sighs> that's that's definitely tough. I'm I, dealing with. Um, no one talks about my dress. No one disgusting. talks about the flowers. That's literally disgusting. Um, Do you think if you had been on Summer House still, you would have done like a TV wedding? <laughs> like probably, right? <laughs> Des would not. Oh, he would not. <laughs> My nana, my grandma would have loved, loved it. Of course, would have loved it. The thing with the TV wedding, um, it's, it's like your your wedding when they air it could be shown in so different, so I many know. different ways, and you'll see some weddings that are like overshadowed by like a couple fighting, Drama, right? Or like, I mean, Sheena's wedding was iconic. Yeah, we the did. crop top. I was oh, invited, but I couldn't go. But her first wedding. You were at? No. Oh, oh yeah. No, no I'm a, a fan. I'm a full fan yeah. girl. I can't believe you were invited to the Brock wedding. I, Why didn't you go? Paige and I had shows. Fuck. I know. Fucking Paige. Fucking Paige with like, she's just, she makes me work so much. She's just always texting me, bothering me. Um. Wait, okay. So, wait, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, so your TikTok, you find that like the, the success you've had on TikTok filters its way positively into like your ticket sales. TikTok is like my own TV show Mm -hmm. and it's as like I was a comedy video producer before I went on Summer House where I love to write scripts Mm -hmm. I love to you know I just love to think of an idea and then it becomes something physical you get it yeah so I wake up and instead of being like I'm not on TV anymore I'm like what can I post on my channel that people are gonna see and it's everything from my podcast to stand-up clips to the man on the street interviews. Which are so good. Thank you. I see them ripped off and like people using slime next to it. You know, like the duets. Someone like <laughs> rubbing slime and then having Is that good or bad? That it's good. That means you fucking made it, bitch. <laughs> like that. Although they get like hundreds of millions of views that like don't count towards you. No, I know. Are you in or the they TikTok don't tag you. Fund? I am. You are. But I've heard drama about it. What have you heard? One guy told me that if you're in the TikTok creator fund. They suppress your views. They suppress your views. I haven't experienced that, okay. but who knows? There might be a point. Now, if you're willing to share, like, what are you making per month on a, on TikTok Creator Fund? Good question. It's not like millions. No. It's like, it's a pr- pretty bad conversion. No, I think I'm making like, like maybe five or six thousand. Wow, that's pretty good. No, I don't know. Enough to like 
pay more yeah, than rent. Right. Like I could live my life off TikTok. Wow, that's so interesting. And I don't know if that's for sure. It could be three thousand. Right. I'm sure it's different every month based on your views. Exactly. That's so interesting. I'd say two to five thousand. Hmm. Just throwing numbers around. I also like to do this thing where I don't check, and then one day yeah, I check, and I'm like, "Am I rich?" Uh, rich? Yeah, no, that's the best. Just let I'm it, very bad with finances. Let it accrue interest. I do it for the art, but I, I definitely do it for the money. But I, <laughs> but I've been told by a psychic that I that money will always follow me. But if I do my passion, oh yeah. So I'm one of those where like I'm like a troubled artist who just like happens to get a deal it just kind of sounds like the psychic was telling you what you wanted to hear it's like yeah pursue your art money will find you like that's not how art works you know well that's why after college i went into cold calling sales did you yeah i was a cold calling sales girl good at that you know i actually was actually i take that back you're very personable all, apparently, all I would do was giggle on the phone. Giggly squad. Like, I would just try to make people laugh. And the guys I worked with on the sales team were like, she just, like, laughs the whole time. But people, I guess, they kind of trusted me. But I hated taking. What were you selling? I was selling digital marketing services. Oh, so you were working for Jen Shaw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to old people homes. Right. And I was like, can you read this contract? No, right. sign, sign it. it. <laughs> sign on the dotted line. By the way, I do have to say with the Bravo Universe, what Jen Shaw did was so horrible, horrible, but people will get treated so much worse for so much less. And there's no, it's like, it's Chris Rock. The selective outrage yes. pisses me off so much. It's so true. Because you don't I, know what the momentum is going to do. Jackie and I are always talking about that. It's like, yeah, we eat this up, but like we are losing sight of reality. Like Jen Shaw <laughs> exploited our most vulnerable. Think of your grandma. Yeah. She intentionally exploited the most vulnerable members of all of our communities like the old the elderly the disabled like it's so disgusting and we're all just like eating it up like Jenja! like there's really no and this should, shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone but there's no morality in in reality tv and i think that's something as you get older i've been watching reality tv for like 10 years it starts to bother you when you get older it's like what am i watching yeah and i do think it's like watching a train wreck. And I always mm -hmm. said, if I was on TV and I did something crazy that made someone feel more sane about their life, then I did my job. Then, yeah, that's just the, that's the job. That's the job. Yeah. And it's you times a thousand. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just think selective outrage is a thing. Yep. And next time you're like gonna like freak out at someone over like something they said in a confessional, like just think of Jen Shaw. No, and I will say I'm really happy for you because I've always really liked you. And the last time we had you on the toast, everyone was so excited. And there was people who were like, oh, she was the worst on Summer House. <laughs> and now when we um, announced that you were coming on, like people were like, yes, love Giggly Squad, Burning in Hell, love her taste packs, gotta go see her comedy. Like you've really come out of that. I think probably one of the best, I think I said this on a, maybe a Patreon episode recently, like it's really, um, it, it could be an example to other reality stars. Oh, I think you really have done such a good job. Thank you so much. I mean, I actually just met Stassi. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a full podcast with her the other week. Uh -huh. And I told her, like, you know, she's obviously had so many ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to quit. Yeah. It's really easy to give up on yourself. And it's really easy to just wallow. Um, but I guess the advice I've learned from, like, having hard times and stuff is, like, I take it as a message from the universe, mm -hmm. which is like, we're shifting, you know? And I, the universe is aggressive with me. We're shifting. Like some people, you know how like something subtle will happen for like 10 years and then you're like, wait, I hate this man or mm -hmm. like, I hate this job. I will like, things will just blow up immediately yeah. where the universe 
does not want any confusion for me. No warnings. No warnings. Nothing. And you know what you need to do. So I just like list. I love failing mm-hmm. and I fail all the time, but I'm like, I never take it personally and I use it like, okay, you fucked up or this was not right for you. We're on to the next. We're on to the next. Yeah. And you just have to keep swimming like Dory. That's like my favorite Taylor Swift lyric. It's actually a newer lyric. So it's maybe not my favorite, but it's one that really resonated me with me. It's um, no one sees if you lose when you're playing solitaire. It's like if you're only competing <gasps> with yourself, failure is just a part of life. It's not like this big embarrassing thing. Like you're only looking like horse blinders. Is that Wait, a good I'm going to cry. This, I, know. I love getting into mental health moments. This is a sports reference okay. my grandpa was like a basketball coach it's very brooklyn never let the fear of striking out <laughs> but i feel like you game. would understand basketball okay. references they said even when it's raining the hoop is always there yeah so like you can't see it all the time and mm-hmm. i realized so much of life is the story you tell in your head like i could have sat there and told myself all these things of what i think people think of me mm-hmm. but like actually taylor strecker called it she said I have BDE, as in big delusional energy. Oh, my God. Okay, so the introduction of my book, which I know you read, is so good. Fantastical Delusions. Like, just about how being delusional is such an important part of confidence and an important part of, like, chasing your dreams. And I mean, like, delusional, like, with your own self. Yeah, no, not, don't be delusional, like, in reality. Yeah. That's, <laughs> nobody likes people like that. You're like, the sky is green. But, like, your sense of self and your confidence should have an ounce of delusion. Yeah, and I ultimately believe that you cannot hit any goal that you can't imagine for yourself. Mm-hmm. And also, you're, uh, not to, like, eight, be, like, Are talking you about your age. Old? No, I'm saying you're a baby. Oh, my God, stop. You're a baby, and you've accomplished... Okay, we're just sucking each other's dicks right no, now, it's but... The best. It's, like, audio porn. <laughs> um, you've done and accomplished so many things. Like, written a book? Are you kidding me? Thank so, you. like, you fit all these things in, but that was all you imagining it. Like, yeah. if you guys... If you don't think it, it's not going to happen. The world doesn't just plop book deals on okay, your lap. Well, so, but they, they do, for some people. Sometimes. And I think something that you and I have in common, which is why I think we're, like, always gassing each other up, <laughs> is because, like, we've had things, you know, opportunities taken away from us. We've had, like, you know, cancellations. And so that's, like it feels even more accomplishing when you get a book deal or when you sell out a theater because you really had to do all that shit on your own and even, you know, rebuild from ground zero more than one time. For sure. It feels even better. And also we've had ego deaths. Yeah, of course. We love an ego death. And that's why I think we're funny because it's like, we know what it's like to be really dark and Mm -hmm. feel like the biggest piece of shit Mm -hmm. and then be like, what, where do we go from here? Yeah, what's next? What's next? Yeah. What, I mean, the Madonnas of the comedy world, some would say. We're reinventing. Ooh, we're growing. We we're are the learning. Madonnas of the comedy world. I, you know, I actually <laughs> wanted to ask you, because you're like such a stand-up comic, and you are always, like whenever, I watch all, like, all your Instagram stories. Oh God, it's just you. like more shows, more shows, more shows. And I do comedy like in a way that I think is very bizarre to a lot of people. Like I'll take like a full year off, and then I'll do a whole year on, year off, year on. And that's just how I can realistically like integrated into my life but yeah. you are just all the time 24 7 and I was just I did this event with Nikki Glazer, and she was like literally I am gone every single week 52 weeks out of the year and it's like this road life and that's so tough and you're married How, and so you're married to another comedian who lives the same lifestyle mm-hmm. when do you guys like fuck <laughs> like when are you guys ever in the same bed okay my biggest advice with marriage is like don't see each other oh don't that's actually see, so funny you know like when people become your roommate mm-hmm. like we've never we haven't gotten to that it's point not sexy yet. it's not sexy but you're so right i'm living this kind of untraditional life where i actually i met my husband he had an apartment in the lower east side the woman passed away next door oh. wasn't me we don't know how it happened rip <laughs> and 
I got the apartment next door. So we have two apartments next to each other. I oh. technically have my own apartment and like my own space. Do you have a podcast studio in there? I wanted to, but it was a little too echoey. Oh, yeah. And I didn't want to mix, you know, work Business and pleasure, pleasure yeah. as in like where I nap all the yeah, time. Yeah, 100%. But I do think traveling, because we have the same gig, like I'll finish a show and I'll call him and he'll be like, yeah, I just got off stage. Right. How was it? Um, and this is all we know. When you meet people later in life, you're kind of two complete people and you see if the puzzle pieces fit. Or I think when you meet younger, you can grow together and evolve into whatever. Or that's what I always say because people are like, you got married so young. And I used to like resent people saying that. Yeah. But the older I get, it's actually so true. And it's, you really can meet someone when you're really young and be so in love and then just grow. like I'm so different now than I was when I met Ben I was 18 that was literally 10 years ago yeah I, oh my god and thank god that like we both grew into people who we like yes but I could totally see me becoming someone who Ben wasn't interested in anymore and so I actually I do now understand why people were like wow that's so young are you sure you don't want to wait like no fuck off bitch I want to get married like yeah and I think all the cool girls are doing it dating in your 30s well now Weddings are a little chuggy, but that's besides yeah. the point. It's because Gen Zs can't get married. So. Right. So like, oh, they can't <laughs> do it. It's chuggy. Millie Bobby Brown, which we will hit which on we later. Will talk about. <laughs> but I do think because we met dating in your thirties is hard because you have your routines, you have your rituals. Like when a guy comes, it, it gets confusing, and you don't want to lose yourself. So I happen to find someone who our lifestyles do work together, and it's it's been really fun. I also think with stand up. When I started to do stand up, I had I had dated a stand up comedian mm-hmm. and he had kind of like showed me the ropes before I knew I wanted oh. to do it. But I fell in love with the fact that I'm like, you could do podcasts all day and then just perform at night right. and then like audition and you could just live a creative life. I don't have to call cold call salespeople. Right. What am I doing? Right. So when I started stand up, I had a bunch of like real stand up comics in the New York scene pull me aside and they were like, if you want to do it, you got to do it right. You got to get on stage all the time. Da, yeah. da, da. But what's beautiful is the reason women, there's not more female stand-ups is because that old school stand-up lifestyle is not conducive for women. No. Do you want to go to midnight to bed right. to be at a bar full of drunk men doing jokes about your period? No, and if you have kids, that's the other. It's certainly not conducive to moms. It's not conducive. So it... It's this old school life, but the internet, such as TikTok, yep. podcasts, meme pages mm-hmm. that are so female, like, vo- voiced, mm-hmm. and you don't know who's writing it, but it's the women mm-hmm. or the gays. And it, that has enabled people like you mm-hmm. to be in stand up. Mm-hmm. And it's super powerful. So I've I've kind of evolved to be more like you, where I I have multiple things going on and I'm not just doing one thing stand up 16 spots a week I do when I can but I am traveling a lot and I'm I'm making stand up is evolving and TikTok is a huge reason yeah and so I thank you TikTok yet again sponsored by TikTok I'm so jealous for you but I'm telling you just keep going because you are so and I will say like probably my my most like my best performing content is our podcast clips. And so why I asked you so good, why I asked like where you see the value and like where you see TikTok making good impacts is because for us, like it has blown up the podcast. Like our podcast numbers are, that's amazing. Are, and so many people, like when I do meet and greets and stuff, they're like, oh, I found you on TikTok. I'm like, yo, shut up. Your clips are so good. We work really hard on them. Thank you. They're really good. And I do think, um, like Giggly Squad, we just started posting I clips. I see them now. Because we used to just film on Zoom. I know. And my friends are like, are you just traveling a lot? And I'm like, we're both in Manhattan, but she's in Midtown, uh, which is like Europe. Yeah, that's tough. And we'll be like, do you want to get together? And she's like, no. No, but see, th- that's what we're always talking about, how weird it is, how like, 
podcasting is an audio first platform but like unless you're recording video you might as well be in the stone age which makes no sense literally it makes no sense but anyway anyway we have chit-chatted long enough i want to get your takes on a lot of pop culture news yes um we also have some bravo news i want to share with you so without further ado it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know today's episode is brought to you by caraway get a head start on spring cleaning with caraway their thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage makes getting and staying organized easier than ever so you guys know that we have been obsessed with caraway's pans for many many years now and we just got their food storage and if you just have a drawer full of like empty lids misplaced containers Check out their food storage solutions. They are so organized. They're so fabulous. And just like everything at Caraway, they're premium. And you can now save 10% off on the full suite of Caraway products from their internet famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set. Their high quality ceramic coated kitchenware is free of PTFE like Teflon, lead, cadmium, other toxic materials. Caraway kitchenware comes in a variety of chic shades and all their sets include complimentary easy access storage solutions. Their ceramics naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. So again, they're non-toxic, they're easy cooking, that's slide off the pan, that is real. Because I have a husband who uses a pan and doesn't immediately wash it and put it in the dishwasher. So hours later when I come home, normally if I'm not using a caraway pan, I got to really get in there scrub use that elbow caraway so easy easy cleaning easy cooking easy everything they're also really well loved over 40,000 people have raved about it visit carawayhome.com toast 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase the deal is exclusive for toasters so visit carawayhome.com toast 10 or just use code toast 10 at checkout non-toxic cookware made modern thanks caraway today's episode is also brought to you by sundays something for the strice bro in your life so sundays is healthy it is air dry dog food made from a short list of human grade ingredients sundays was co-founded by dr tori who's a practicing veterinarian they contain uh, 90 percent meat 10% vegetables, and 0% synthetic, synthetic nutrients. So besides USDA beef and all-natural chicken, you will find digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger and other disease-fighting antioxidants. So dog parents have reported a lot of benefits like fresher breath, softer fur, better poops, more energy. And as somebody who has a Stricebro in their life, who has had breath that is so toxic it could kill a person, it could burn the eyebrows off your face, Theo has had a huge impact in his breath when I switched to Sundays. I can honestly say it has changed our relationship. I'm so grateful. I'm very breath conscious. And Theo's breath for a while was just like, it was not going to work for me. So Sundays was a huge improvement there. Um, Sundays is also great because it has zero prep, zero mess, and zero stress, unlike other fresh dog food. It's shelf stable, which makes it easy to feed your pup top quality food. And every order ships right to your door. It's also 40% less uh, expensive than other healthy dog foods because Sundays doesn't waste money shipping frozen packages. We worked out a special deal for our dog loving listeners get 35% off your first order of Sundays go to sundaysfordogs.com slash toast or use code toast at checkout that's s-u-n-d-a-y-s-f-o-r-d-o-g-s.com forward slash toast upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog our first story is little child bride news Millie Bobby Brown, who is 19, has announced her engagement to Jake Bongiovi. So just call her Millie Bobby Bride. Ugh, page six always has to be like so. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, who's 19, announced her and Jake Bongiovi's engagement via Instagram on Tuesday. She wrote, I've loved you three summers now, honey. I want them all. We love a Taylor Swift lyric. The Stranger Things actress captioned a black and white photo. Her engagement ring could be seen in the social media upload as Bongiovi, who's 20, hugged her from behind the beach. So I think there's a lot to unpack here. The first being, you know, the Nepo baby of it all. And wait, is this Bon Jovi's, bon Jovi's so, younger, I think, youngest? I love son. how you're saying Bon Jovi. That's how it is. 
his literal it's are they his, adding an i somewhere his, his name is b-o-n-g-i-o-v-i it's like they're italian but i think for his you know like a Amer- all-american band he was bon jovi oh. i know the older brother is in like hampton water yes and he's jesse bon jovi okay uh, are you from sicily what is no, going I'm on sorry uh, i'm just like <laughs> friends with the bon jovis maybe that's why i knew that so were they dating for three years or she just wanted to do a taylor swift They've been together for a while, so I'm assuming it was accurate. How old is he? 20, and she's 19. Okay, do the math. At least they're, um, like somewhat age appropriate for a relationship it's not like people have been like weirdly sexualizing millie bobby brown like since she was 12 like it's really bizarre yeah so at least she's dating someone her own age but yeah. it is really young i mean i got married young but i was 21 when i got engaged yeah she can't even drink at her wedding unless you get <laughs> married you know in the bahamas i do think sometimes with really really famous people once you find someone you feel safe with you almost want to like stop the bs yeah um do i see like I, well I didn't even know they were dating well it's also about what you're gonna say about famous people that I feel like is true is Millie Bobby Brown at 19 is not the same maturity level as you know us at 19 yeah she's probably seen and lived a lot of more you know maturing experiences it's still very young but I would say she's probably has the emotional intelligence and the life experience of maybe like a 22 year old <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like an elephant, like a young elephant, yeah. which are very smart, but like you wouldn't like trust with your taxes. Right. I Paige was telling me yesterday that Millie Bobby Brown has this like weird friendship with Drake. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I wonder about. how Drake is feeling. Right. Like, it's, But that like the height of their really kind of weird friendship was when she was like 15. Yeah. There's just like a, and you know what? I just also, last night, yeah. I watched Pretty Baby, Brooke Shields. I have, yes, I have thoughts. And so much of what they were talking about, like weird things that went on when she was a child, really reminded me a lot of Millie Bobby Brown. It's gotten better now, but because she's older. Yes. But when she first popped on the scene, people were so fucking weird about her. Yeah. She was so young and she was like so like romanticized and like borderline sexualized. Yeah. And the Brooke Shields documentary was chilling. Chilling. I also think that when people are British, they just sound really mature. That's true. Like if a two-year-old is like, can I have some water? You're right. like, are, are, you are you sure you don't want writing a thesis? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Pretty Baby was very interesting to me. Me too. Um, the, the craziest parts were her, you know, cold calling out Michael Jackson, Tom Cruise, and Andre Agassi. Wild. You're, you're a tennis girl. As girly. a tennis girly, I mean, I... I think that she basically said, I went from one controlling relationship with my mom to a controlling relationship with Agassi. She sucked Joey's finger on Friends. Yeah. And then Andre Agassi broke all his trophies because he was so mad. That was, like, she could have politically been like, I know. He got he mad. Gets, he got jealous sometimes and it was hard for our careers. Like, that was a choice. Yep. But also in the tennis community, she got a lot of hate because when he married her, he did not win a tennis match, oh. like the whole marriage. So maybe it was a little dig back at him because oh, people said she was really bad luck. And the second he married Steffi Graf, he started winning. He it. started winning. And the f- crazy. OK, this is just ESPN Sports Podcast now. <gasps> but she Brooke Shields had a photo of Steffi Graf on her fridge saying with because she loved her legs. These oh. athletic legs. Inspo. As inspo, but she manifested wrong, and her husband ended up marrying that woman. Imagine, because it's his fridge too. It's his fridge. He had to eat. He was eating ice cream every night too. Oh, right. So oh, that's, that's so interesting. Just two cents on that. The Michael Jackson part for me was the most wild revelation because you know the whole time I'm watching this documentary and I never really thought a lot about Brooke Shields I'm just like yeah she's Brooke Shields Mm -hmm. but I just found myself like immediately having a lot of respect for her she's extremely smart the whole Yale or Princeton thing and then she started talking about Michael Jackson and the the people narrating the documentary were like you know I never thought they were dating and I'm like there's no way 
there's no way she would date Michael Jackson. Like he's a freak. And this whole time I've just felt like she's so smart. She's so ahead of her time. She didn't get caught up in the whole Hollywood. And I'm like, there's no way you're dating fucking Michael Jackson. Well, like she has that innocence to her. I, well, it made sense why he wanted to date her because she was very stunted in a lot of ways. And he's a fucking freak. <laughs> and I was like about to be so disappointed. I'm like, no, Brooke, no. And she's like, we never dated. He told everyone we were dating and he just wanted to adopt a child with me. Like, what a fucking freak. And he's going on Barbara Walters being like, well, right now I'm dating Brooke Shields. And she calls him and she's like, what the fuck, dude? They were it, never dating. It was crazy that it was all PR. And it makes you question, like, for example, the way that Taylor Swift, we've never seen her with Joe. Mm -hmm. When you see these other couples everywhere and it's like, oh, they just keep finding us. They're right. not finding you. That's what she said. We would go to dinner and be like, how did they find us? Exactly. Michael. And I, I heard that with um, Cheryl Crow, too. She hmm. used to be a background singer. And she said there were always tabloids saying that she was hooking up with Michael Jackson. So he was working um, full time. Well, I think he wanted to deflect from what other people were saying about him, which was that he was romantically interested in minors. I mean, it's a theme. It's a theme. I'm sensing a theme. It's a theme. <laughs> and I talked about it on my pod. I said, Paige, we cannot keep talking about this. I know. But, but the it, thing about Michael Jackson is like, people still revere him and like regard him as like the king of pop. Yeah. Um, and for me, like he will always be the man who liked minors. And I'm, that's, that's all I'm going to see him as. It's definitely tainted. Yeah. And not so, the good kind of taint. Right. I was like glad that she actually did not date him. I mean, that was... I kind of love that she spoke up about that. Yeah. The, my only pet peeve with the documentary was there's that like point where she never like fully acknowledges that it's like good to be pretty. You know, it was like you, the pretty yes. privilege could have been just like reference. Yes. Because like, I mean, I'm best friends with Paige. Like I see it every day. And look, I'm, a, I'm a beautiful model. Like I know that you would it get is, it. It is burdensome to be that beautiful. I get it. I get it. But to not acknowledge how like also this like let's be honest she was homeschooled like i don't know how she got into princeton but I she know. kind of was like i got it in the mail that i got into princeton well, and i'm you were also like the biggest star <laughs> in the world like that's why so it it was so fucked up how like she was doing nude scenes as a child but also there there could be some reference of like how being this beautiful helped you a lot in Go life to princeton because, I mean, think about it. When you, pretty privilege is so real. Mm -hmm. When you make eye contact with someone in the street and they're good looking and they look at you, you're like, I'm validated. I am gorgeous. Sign me up. Wilhelmina models. When an ugly person looks at you in the street, what do you do? I have to flee town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being stalked and harassed. No, literally. No, like, honestly, if I'm being you? honest, pretty or ugly, if you look at me, like I'm so self-centered. I'm like, they're looking at me. They're probably a toaster. <laughs> They probably love my TikTok. <laughs> my favorite. Do you ever have those ghost sounds where you think people are saying your name? Oh, yeah. And especially because my name ends in a. Uh, yes. Just like every name. Jessica. Yes. Every name. Olivia. When I was growing up, we never knew if we were someone was shouting for Olivia or Claudia. It's kind of like a really kind of common syllable. My favorite is when people come up to me and they just need directions. And I'm like... Do you want a photo? No, I know. I know. That's happened to me too. And then, or they're just talking to you and you're like, this person has no idea who yeah. I am, but I thought that I was like getting noticed. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Brooke Shields, it's very interesting. It is. It is hard to be that beautiful, but let's be honest, as a child, she was so strikingly so beautiful. Oh my God. It was like, uh, and I, I know people were obsessed with her as like an 11 year old, which was so weird how she like played a prostitute and there were nude scenes and she kissed this old man. It was so disgusting. But I think she like when she was in college or maybe a little bit right before college, she was so like to me, that's like the Brooke Shields era. Like when they had the doll of her, like, yeah, she's so beautiful. My mom, like 
is similar age mm-hmm. as Brooke Shields, and she talks about how it, it really negatively affect affected women at the time that prepubescent girls were being used as models because yeah. my mom said when she got boobs she was like upset because mm-hmm. she was like i don't want to have boobs oh i want to look God. like cindy crawford which is like no curves yeah so it's so funny how beauty standards are so trend setting they are and i will say i know there's a lot of um like discourse around how the kardashians have negatively affected body image but i do want to say i feel like they really popularized they didn't invent it but they popularized like curves and big tits and now it's like cool to be curvy and that had a lot to do with that whereas like you know heroin chic was the the norm before the kardashians took over like fashion and beauty so say what you want but i do think in a positive way they've impacted the body image the body like image the body, beauty standard yeah white girls love anorexia yeah <laughs> and i they were like yeah. They changed it. Like, they really did. Thanks, Facetune. Thanks, girl. <laughs> um, so Millie Bobby Brown is going to be a child bride. I wonder how long they'll wait to get married. Like, if she'll have a long engagement so she can drink at her wedding. Like, like that's what I'm really concerned about. <laughs> Can't even have, like, a glass of champagne. I want to know if Drake's going to be at the wedding. I know. I want to know if Drake's going to have a song come out. No, I think Drake might be, like, you know, I object. Drake is one of those guys when it's, like, who are... Who are you into? I know. And he doesn't really like I date celebs because honestly, I think he's scarred from Rihanna who like he was so obsessed with and she was like, get away from me, freak. <laughs> like, I'm not interested. Well, they say that guy's biggest fear is like being rejected. And he was rejected so publicly, like on stage. Now he just like follows around basketball players and like takes selfies. I know. But like, he's Jewish. Like, I'm obsessed. Like, I would. Is he Jewish? Yes. Wow. He doesn't really talk about it, which is like kind of annoying, but we know. <laughs> We what? know. He should so talk about I that. I know. The last Jewish rapper was like Modest Yahoo. I know. And it's like, that's all we've or had. Or like Dave. I don't think he's Jewish. I just think he has curly should, hair. When are you dropping a rap song? Probably when are you never. dropping more music? Because we're waiting. I know. But I know. you're basically the Rihanna of podcasting. I agree. Um, <laughs> honestly, my second song like wasn't as big as my first. My first was like such a hit. Is that from streams on Spotify? Like streams and everything. And there was just like less fanfare. And I don't know. I feel like people like were over it. If I'm being, if I'm to be vulnerable. That's the story that you're telling yourself. Maybe you're right. And you. <laughs> Maybe you're right. And, but I do think that. We need a bop for the summer. We need a bop. I am working now on releasing my next special, and like that's my project, oh my and hopefully it'll be out by summer. Um, where do you film it, or where are you going? Gramercy film Theater. It? I filmed it already. That's where like everyone, yeah. all the big time. It was fabulous. Like we like it's small and intimate, so like it was really. I think I we when we did presale on Patreon, like it sold out. So it was just Patreon, like real toasters, like real girly girls. The energy was the amazing. The energy was on point. We did two nights, and because it's so small, like we built a whole ass stage, and it was so cool looking. Like I had this like little thing that jetted out. I felt like a pop star. I'm obsessed with you. Thank you. Was your outfit good? Very good. I can't wait. Yeah. Um. All right. Next story. Speaking of the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian was announced yesterday as one of the stars of American Horror Story season 12. And like, we're all confused. I think she's rebranding. Yeah, I don't understand. So her and Emma (laughs) Roberts released this like trailer. It didn't have any footage. It just was like five words and it took literally 45 (laughs) seconds for the words to make a sentence. It was so frustrating. And then you couldn't even see the full Kardashian if it was so annoying. But basically the message of the, the trailer was that Emma Roberts and Kim Kardashian are starring in the next season of American Horror Story. Has she acted in anything? Well, she did have that iconic scene in 90210. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you remember from high school where her and Chloe are like trying to sell dresses to Naomi, the cool girl, and then Naomi calls her a hoe and they storm out. It was really kind of amazing. Well, let's be honest. Keeping up with the Kardashians is a full time acting. Gig. Is a full time acting. Agreed. Agreed. She has plenty of experience pretending. Pretend you don't hate all your assistants right. every day. Pretend you like actually want to be filming the show. <laughs> so I would say yes, she is experienced. I. 
I do. I loved Lady Gaga in it, but like Lady Gaga is an artist. artist. (laughs) Like Lady Gaga can do anything. And that was the beginning. Then now she's been nominated for Oscars. Yeah, that was like her first. Ryan Murphy saw something in her. Maybe Ryan Murphy. But again, yeah, we are not out here telling women not to chase their dream. True. But Kim, I think she loves to challenge herself. She does. And I'm proud of her for that. Yeah. I just it comes to a point. It's kind of it's giving me like J-Lo vibes where when I'm that rich and successful if i'm still like chasing this hard it's sad yeah i'm glad you brought up j-lo because j-lo's at an interesting point where she's like a singer and she's like a an iconic singer and an iconic actress and i know now any movie that she puts out now or any song that she puts out now is going to be bad it's so weird how like she's this like and i saw her she's um, one of the most talented people in the world and everything she does sucks (laughs) Even her J-Lo beauty, like, sucks. What is that? Like, it's like, she's an, she's like a legend who can't get arrested. Everything she does is bad. I don't understand. Well, the Hustlers movie was, like, her moment Sorry, to actually, come back. And then, was. But she did get gypped on a lot of awards and she stuff. She did. You know, she's very insecure that, like, people say she's not a good actor and all this stuff and oh, she's well sorry she's very i watched her documentary oh, and she's like, very upset about her? it how do you know no i watch i watch everyone's documentary no, she so badly wants to be taken seriously as so many well, that's what it things. is she goes to sleep at night and she, the story she's telling in her head we have a theme is that like yeah people aren't respecting me mm-hmm. go to wyoming not near like kanye right. but like somewhere else like have a farm occasionally have a script you look at like that's what i want for her not like ben we gotta go outside get your nice trench coat not that trench coat the other one yeah get a dunkin donuts do something stupid i'll cog you she's kind of playing the game that like somebody on the up and up would be playing exactly she doesn't act like a legend and she is like i saw her concert in the 2018 Super Bowl, it was like a Super Bowl party and she performed and it was like greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And you really do forget how many let's get loud, uh, like getting right so I can get right before the night. Is like so right. good. And she really could be like um, like a share. Like she could be, pa- she's definitely past her prime, but I feel like she won't accept that. I think the olive oil saga really hurt her. What was olive oil? She basically was like, I don't do anything to my face. I just use olive oil. And as an Italian, Italian, mm. who's just greasy with olive oil all the time mm-hmm. that your face does not look like that and then she came up with j-lo beauty well it's like well if you're only using um olive oil why the fuck should we use your products it seems inauthentic. i'm using evoo from right, rachel ray right but yeah there's sometimes less is more in this industry which me yes. and you it's hard because we're workaholics yeah. but sometimes like even like overexposure oversaturation trying too hard people are like we get it yep. you want to be famous yeah and it's a thin line also once people like your stuff then people offer you a lot of money to do more stuff and you have to be selective saying no is actually super powerful and i'm working on it no you're so right especially for somebody at jlo's level like you have to be so particular every like and that's why i feel like lady gaga is really good at it she doesn't do a lot and it takes years for her to do something she'll be filming this joker movie for a while and then she'll be doing the joker thing for a few years like the oscars and she has these like eras almost and it's really powerful and she stays relevant but she doesn't feel overexposed i also thought in the past that saying no people would just think i'm a bitch Mm -hmm. but as i've been doing it more often people like almost respect you more And that was a really powerful turning point for me because I also am an opportunist. Like I feel like I feel like I got where I am because I work hard. Mm -hmm. So if saying no to opportunities means I'm not working hard, then I'm not going to be successful. But there's a way of like 
prioritizing your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, we are therapizing today. No, we're kind of like giving, doing the most. We're like slutty Brene Browns. So Kim Kardashian is starring in American Horror Story. I've actually yeah. never seen American Horror Story. I'm not going to watch it. Um, Do you not like scary stuff? It's something... Well, yeah, I don't. I don't like, I feel like a lot of people's like personality is like, I love horror. Like, let's go <laughs> chill in the cemetery. Um, that's not me at all. And so that's not my genre of choice. You but know, also, is there musical theater in American Horror Story? You know, it's like, I loved Glee, a Ryan Murphy production. Probably Ryan Murphy's best work, in my opinion. Did you watch the Glee documentary? No, I didn't. Because I actually saw a bunch of Glee actual castmates say they weren't approached or Uh if they were they didn't want to be a part of it and so like these experts on set it was like you know people in charge of hair wardrobe yes and you know that person doesn't really know what's going on it was a thirsty piece of work it was a reach and they were saying all these like alleged and i just felt afterwards a little dirty and i read a review of it because i was thinking about watching it and i saw that like one of the takeaways was that you know a lot of what went on on the show um they blamed leah michelle for like they very subtly tried to blame leah michelle for Corey monteith's overdose Mm -hmm. and how she was like the one pushing him into drinking so honestly because i stand leah michelle to the day i die that's my top have you seen funny girl of course i have i saw it night number two. Oh my god i get tickets to to night number one It was we're so, so mad about it. I have to see it. It's literally. I know I have to. It's a religious experience. I hope she like resigns and keeps going. It's incredible. I'm so. I was into the drama too. Behind I it. lived for every minute of it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Beanie was never right for that role. And they went out of their way to not give the original role to Leah Michelle. And you know what? The show they got is the show they deserved. Yes. Because she had like a little bit of a scandal. You know, they called her a bully. So you know what? Okay, don't hire her. Look what happened. I do know her stylist. Mm. Or at one point a stylist of her, not to name names. And? And he said she's lovely. No, and I'm sure at a time. And just because people can't read does not mean you have to bully them or call them bullies. No, I have to say, I'm sure at a time she was a misery. (laughs) Like she blew up on this show and she was the star of the show. Yeah. And I'm sure she was a diva. I'm sure she was rude to everyone. Also that show was insane. When you weren't acting, you had to be learning music. You had to be practicing. You had to go to the like it was they said it was child labor you know and i'm sure she was the devil i am sure mm-hmm. okay people can change she was literally 18 true like i don't care true all right next story ready mm-hmm. oh this uh i feel like you're personally invested in and i want to hear your oh, take God. Tasha adams is holding hands with summer house star luke goldbrinson goldbrinson <laughs> amid dating rumors so the former bachelorette Tasha adams queen and summer house alum luke are fueling i'm not pronouncing his last name again luke are feeling are fueling romance rumors after they were spotted getting cozy at an easter sunday celebration in a since deleted picture shared via instagram by Lindsay, um <laughs> luke could be seen standing behind Tasha holding her hand the duo has sparked dating speculation over the last few weeks. They posed for a group photo alongside Carl, Lindsay, and like a bunch of other people uh, I've never met. <laughs> so they're dating. And you used to date this man, correct? I mean, date is a strong word. It was a... Hooking up. It was... No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a situationship. Situation. Do you know Tasha? I've met her briefly. I actually... I did not know this. Oh. <laughs> breaking news. I saw but this yesterday on Instagram. That's exciting. I hope that he finds love. Yeah. Um. I hope they all find love. I mean, Tasha's a queen. Yes, she's amazing. I I think I watched her season. I actually know her ex, JPJ, John Paul, John Paul. Oh Paul, yeah, John Paul Jones. John Paul John John. John. Yeah. Jean-Paul and he John. was hilarious. John Paul John Jones. So she she likes the blonde she does. man. Go for it, girl. So now I'm thinking because I ran into Tasha like a week ago. No, maybe ugh, I have no like concept of time. Maybe it was two weeks Same. ago. And she was with a guy. And I was like, oh, that must be Tasha's new man. But would I have noticed if it was that guy Luke from Summerhouse? I wasn't really like invested. I never really like got super deep into Summerhouse. 
I can't lie. Me neither. Uh, I do know. I do think that it's like New York City. People are seeing each other. And also like when you're on reality TV and you see someone else on reality TV, there's a lot of like common commonality. Yeah. And then it's like we take a photo. People are going to talk about us. I he get it. He was just dating Ashley, though, from Real Housewives of Potomac. He's kind of like making the round. Today's episode is brought to you by Air Doctor. Clean air is one of the fastest and easiest ways we can have a positive impact on our health. You can improve the quality of your indoor air with a high quality air purifier. And all you have to do is breathe. I'm not going to lie. I was a little skeptical about air purifiers until I got an air doctor in the studio. I'm literally looking at it right now and one at home. Ben has been always been really into air purifiers. And I was like, yeah, sure. There is such a huge difference. And when you think about it, it actually really makes sense because indoor air can be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Indoor air can contain a variety of allergens like dust, of course, pollen. If you have a pet, there's pet dander and mold. So that's why you got to check out Air Doctor. You're breathing 20,000 times a day. Air Doctor is filtering out dangerous contaminants and allergens so that your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99% of tested bacteria and viruses. So Air Doctor captures a wide range of pollutants, including odors, gases, and chemicals like formaldehyde. From sticky Stinky gym clothes to chemical cleaning products. Air Doctor is always on call to keep your air fresh and clean. And it's nice. You don't have to do anything. You just leave it and it does all the work for you. And for me, what's a better product than something that does everything for you and makes your life better? So bringing Air Doctor into the podcast studio has had a huge impact. You know, our voices sound really great because we're not all stuffed up. We're doing it for you guys. And Air Doctor comes with a no questions asked 30 day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code toast. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 35% off. That's up to 35% off, but only when you go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R pro.com promo code toast today's episode is brought to you by a brand new sponsor that we're really jazzed about it's kiwico they are defining the future of play by making it engaging enriching and seriously fun they create super cool hands-on projects designed to create a lifelong love of learning for kids each month kiwico delivers crates packed with fun and sparks creativity with kid-friendly topics and activities so from engineering robots to learning about the science of cooking that interesting topics for every kid and real hands-on experience to explore i have to say this is just genius because what i've learned as you know a very involved auntie is these kids oh my god it's so hard to keep them engaged and wanting you know fun stuff to do it's exhausting and the older they get really the more curious they get so kiwico is perfect it really is you're getting hands-on science art and geography projects delivered to your door every month and that you know as an auntie myself it really is hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy challenged and off the ipad you know sometimes it's just that's all they want so cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month and you're encouraging your kids to be innovators and creative thinkers and watch their confidence grow as big as their smile. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. The moment of pride and accomplishment at the end of a KiwiCo project sparks creative confidence for ongoing thinking and experimentation. Now, let me say um, KiwiCo has saved my life on, on many, many days, especially when I was in Florida last week. These kids, you guys, they just, they need to be stimulated. And sometimes me singing and dancing, as much as it pains me to say, is not enough. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com slash toast. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com slash toast. I think a lot of our mamas and aunties are going to really appreciate this new sponsor. Enjoy. Um, okay, so, but now I just want to ask you about Summer House. I don't know if you're seeing any of the discourse on, um, like, this season of Summer House, how it's, like, facock. Do you know anything about it? I'm literally so removed by it, but Paige yeah. will tell me things I need to know. Okay. Or things that will make me laugh. 
Well, what's going on now is kind of like the the comeuppance, I think, for a lot of the cast. It's like finally Lindsay's getting what Lindsay deserves. And I've from the seasons that I've watched in the past, like Lindsay has definitely been the villain in my eyes and she's never really gotten her like it hasn't she's never gotten like called out and she's getting called out this season and I don't really feel like she's done anything wrong this season if anything this is the most kind of stable she's been (laughs) and I don't understand why now it's like you know we're all coming for Lindsay when it's like we probably should have come for her a few years ago yeah I know that like there's a lot of people bringing up stuff from the past seasons and stuff but I'm like aren't we in a new season yeah like let's get some new fun drums so we know that you and Paige are obviously besties for the bestie who do you have a relationship with I'm, Sierra. I'm very close with Sierra. Like Love we talk her. all the time, cat memes all the time. It's probably tough to be some, like friends with someone who's so beautiful, honestly. It's it's a thing where I'm like, it keeps me grounded. That's it keeps true. me humble. And now she's a Victoria's Secret model. Do you, think, do you think it's getting to her head? Or she's still running I think grounded? it's like where she needs to be. Like I know she was saving lives as a, as a, as nurse, a nurse. And I felt bad being like, you should be in a Maybelline commercial. Right. But like save lives. Whatever and is good for you. Yeah. It's just like leave some room for, for the pe- rest of us yeah um but she's also what people don't know is like she's so funny and goofy and silly so when you're with her she doesn't give the energy of like i know i'm hotter than you oh, that's nice. even though she does because she is but she doesn't like put it in your face like brooke Shields. <laughs> oh now you coming for brooke shields My <laughs> no, i love brooke shields she's an icon um but yeah so i'm also um friends with maya oh you are yeah we haven't like hung out a lot but like we've whenever we see each other it's really cool and that's it yeah, I mean, but I have no animosity towards anyone on the show. I was just going to say, like, do you hold any hate in your heart for, like, Kyle? No. That was a long hesitation. No, I mean, I actually have done, like, a lot of work in therapy oh. where, like, if you hold on to stuff, it just messes with you. It and, does. like, honestly, Kyle and I were cool for so long. Yeah. And we got along for so long. And, like, so I don't really remember, like, the last little blip okay. we have. I'm kind of, like... Kyle choosing to remember the good and Kyle and I are both like big personalities you put people on reality TV like it's really reality TV drama that happened like in my when I think about the friendships I'm like yeah if we weren't on a reality TV show that dynamic would never have happened that's true and Amanda and I actually have texted like we have no animosity towards each other okay good 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 good. yeah and Kyle was the one who motivated you or inspired you maybe to name your podcast Giggly Squad right yes yeah do you think that kills him I think that he should feel honored. Yeah. I mean, and you guys are just like out we here. We love a, a collab. Being successful, selling out big theaters, you're I on a podcast he, tour. He knew that Paige and I like to giggle a lot and it annoyed him. But what what's something sometimes people hate can make someone love. Yeah. Um, but shout out to all the giggly girlies. That's right. Um, okay, next up, we've got some shocking royal news. Kate oh. Middleton has broken a royal rule and has shamed the entire family. <gasps> yeah. Everyone is seeing red because Princess Kate Middleton was spotted sporting a crimson colored nail polish as she stepped out for church service on Easter Sunday. She was pictured looking perfect in royal blue, but the beauty's contrasting red tipped fingers perturbed many royalists as it's been widely reported that the late Queen Elizabeth II disapproved of bright nail polish. According to multiple outlets, the queen stuck to one light pink color named by Essie ballet slippers and expected (laughs) other royal women to do the same. Some on social media claimed that Kate didn't exactly nail it with one writing, too bad the whole royal family photo op is ruined by Kate's brazen red nail polish. It's not protocol. And Kate Middleton (laughs) has shamed the entire family. 
disgusting. Another raged. Meghan Markle was slaughtered for breaking protocol just for wearing a nail polish that wasn't pink. Now here is Kate Middleton wearing red nail polish. Who will, who, who, will we be told how bold and daring she is? Now I want to say, this is moronic. Beyond next level moronic. Um, Meghan Markle should be allowed to wear red nail polish as should Kate Middleton. I will say, at least Kate waited for Queenie to die yeah. to whip out the red nail polish. See, I think she should be canceled. Yeah, I, I think, think we she should go through her old tweets. Yeah, and I think she should be stoned. Mm -hmm. And I think that like... It's a start. <laughs> I mean, what else more horrible things could she be doing if she's wearing red nail polish? Yeah. Also, like, clearly she's a bitch. Yeah. Clearly... She doesn't support women. She does not support and she specifically older women. women in comedy her she's probably in with jen shaw yeah and i think to, based on these photos she's a homophobe <laughs> and i think that the you know adl should get involved because this feels anti-semitic <laughs> yeah and i'm upset she's definitely like <laughs> you know what i'm, I'm disappointed kate do, do better <laughs> Has, have we asked her about abortion rights yet? Right. I no, like I mean, the, maybe. Or is may she saying something about gun laws? No, maybe. I think there's something there with the red. Maybe this is her speaking to us. You know, she's she's limited in what she can say. They're not political. So maybe. It's a cry for help. Maybe she's telling us something. Maybe the red is, maybe she's a Republican. <laughs> or maybe, or I don't know what red could symbolize. Or maybe she likes the blood of children. Mm. Maybe it's a statement on the Dalai Lama. Oh, he's always wearing that red, red. robe. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe she she's supporting spritz. spritz. <laughs> maybe she's letting everyone know that her favorite spritz is grapefruit. She is a grapefruit girly. That's yeah. po probably that's, it. Yeah. If we had to, let's be conservative. Like that's what she's. That's yeah. We don't want here. to like reach. Yeah. We don't want to be radical. No, that's all crazy. Right, good to know she's a grapefruit girly. But all Use I know is toast. I'm not listening to her anymore. Yeah. Not no, that I'm she spoke. So, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I used to like her too. I used to like her. I used to but like now, her. The but now, polish, now I see her. I see like a new side of her <laughs> and I find it disgraceful. And honestly, anti-patriotic. <laughs> but her husband could king. do nothing wrong. King, literally. <laughs> Future king. How, no, one, no one talked about his nails. So true. He probably has like crusty, cuticle-y. Like, He's gross. definitely not fingering her. Do the royals finger each other? You know what? The royals don't make eye contact when they have sex. I am actually in... Not to speak for Jackie and I, but Jackie and I, we are monarchists. Like, we love the crown. We love the royal family. Yes. Um, so I'm just going to choose, like, out of respect not to talk about her vagina. Okay, so you don't support um, free sexuality and other women? In the royals? Agreed. Well, muted point. Yeah. Are you disappointed? I mean, are I you feel... looking at me differently? I feel like I need to give are an apology go? for even go? asking you that. No, 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 no. You're fine. Okay, but um, let me know if you need one. I have the dumbest fifth and final story because <laughs> it was a slow day, but I feel like I, I would like your thoughts. The FBI is warning the public against using those public phone charging stations. So the FBI is warning consumers about juice jacking where bad actors are using public chargers to infect phones with malware. So lo the law enforcement agency says consumers should avoid using public chargers at malls and airports and stick to their own USB cables and charging plugs. <gasps> 
So avoid using the free charge. They tweeted, avoid using the free charging stations in airports, hotels, or shopping centers. People have figured out a way to use public USB ports. So not even the chargers. They're saying don't use public USB ports. You know how like at the airport yes. they have outlets and USB well, ports? Well, and it's always like emergency mode when yeah, you need course. to use it. But they're saying do not use it because you can introduce malware and monitoring software onto your device. Carry your own charger and USB cord and use an electrical outlet instead. Who is ma ma malware? What is a malware? That's such a good question. Because like um, as the IT department. So it's my understanding based on my, <laughs> you know, limited knowledge that malware is basically like viruses. I feel like it's 2023. Like how, how is my still? phone still getting a virus? I know. And to me, like the virus thing sounds like a little bit of a conspiracy theory. But having like freaks monitor you like that, I could see happening. Like people hacking into USB ports so they can monitor like young girls phones. But I do have to say I love attention. I yeah, love attention. Monitor me. I want people to be watching and be like, oh, that TikTok video did do well. Oh, she's so quirky. <laughs> oh, um, she is, you know, check your email. She's at zero. She's not like other girls. She's not like other girls. A lot of cat videos. Yeah. We could what, do without. What would like a hacker find on your phone? <laughs> For me, they would find like some of the most like vile shit talking. Like I, when I'm like feeling like a safe space and I'm like talking shit with like my sisters, I say some of the- Are you a voice note girl? No, I put that shit in writing. <laughs> I am so fucking evil. I say the meanest shit. Like I say what's really on my mind. You like know, in I the want depths. it on record. Paige and I will voice note for like an hour. And my mom was visiting the other week and she was like, fucking call her. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no, true. no, it's an art. Well, that's the other thing. I don't actually text that much. Everything I do is FaceTime. Oh. I'm such a FaceTime girl. And then you get to look at yourself too during it. Obsessed. Like you're like you're starring in a movie. I actually have like a phone stand next to my bed so I can put my <laughs> FaceTime on the while phone stand like while I lay. resting. So I don't have to like hold it up. And then yeah, and you don't want to get like a kink in your neck. What would we find on your phone? I am like so obvious. Like in my explore page, it's like... <laughs> How to go viral. No, it's like tennis strokes. Oh, God. Like I watch tennis tutorials. tutorials. That's it's, what Ben does for golf. That's not weird. I'm I'm like an old man deep. I'm a yeah. retired old man deep down. Yeah. So tennis strokes, um, stand-up comedy, yeah. and then like so many animal videos. It's insane. I always forget that you're like a cat girl. That's I am a cat girl, which... We're but I rescued a senior pit bull before, so I'm better than all of you. Yeah, you are. Um, I'm going to... We're going to be in West Hampton this summer. We're going to foster some animals. Oh, Shout out South Southampton Animal Shelter. Are you going to be fostering cats or dogs? M dogs, unless there's like a bunch of kittens. Because cats are more like, you can't really take them for a week. Yeah. They're like, what is this? Yeah. They don't trust you. I just, I like, I feel like we're so limited in where our friendship can go. Because like, I can never go over to your house. But I would not say hi to you. She'd be under the couch. No, I like, I wouldn't. I actually would not step foot in your house just because like, I can't. Are you allergic? No. Oh, you just hate, um fluffy things that when you pet them they vibrate which is adorable no i just hate cats like it's um like, like i are we I, gonna really end on this sour note no 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 yeah and we have like a lot of cat the meow toasters but so. i know i love dogs you call them meow. i they love call themselves i love all animals which you know cat people tend to like all animals dog people come for I'm very, cats no i'm very like niche i don't love but all i do would argue that a king charles is cat like Oh my God, don't insult my son. That's, <laughs> that's how you want to end the show? You want to insult my son? Noted, Hannah. Don't talk about my family. Noted. Noted. Blood is thicker than water, okay? Disgusting, my God. Have you had Teresa on? We have. Oh, what an icon. 
I, we actually had Teresa on like many moons. We've had her recently, but the first time we had her was when back when we were the morning breath. We did a live show and she was one of our guests. And then um, we all went out to dinner afterwards. Um, that was back in the days when Cheech was working for yes. Bravo. And we all coordinated this dinner. And it was like kind of surreal to be at dinner with Tree. Um, her daughters weren't there, which was her upsetting. Daughter. But I would have loved to have seen her daughters. And it was fabulous. Like she's definitely exactly who she is on TV. Exactly. As she is in real life. And I know that famous story of her. When you worked at Betches. When you worked at Betches, <laughs> she came into the office and she was like, oh my God, girl with no job. So what happened is I actually at Betches, because I'm Italian, I thought that I just knew her last name. And I yeah. called her. I've seen this video with dj it went, it went and she just goes why that's not my name and then so we kind of she was a great sport how about did you it. pronounce it guidice yeah i mean forever it was Teresa judice and then like years years and years later it came out that like, we were all saying it wrong it's actually judice yes but now well, you're the you you know the names but, no, but, now, <laughs> but everyone still says judice like yeah but i think Teresa Judi i think i say judice now it was disrespectful of me it was but we got over it but fast forward i saw her on the street oh. and she's waving at me i'm waving back and she goes go with no job oh my god <laughs> and i was like okay she's a singing starlet and i was like oh my god she thinks i'm skinny <laughs> Obviously, our dinner, like, didn't have, like, that much of an impact on her. We went to the Bowery Hotel. We had a delicious pasta at Gemma, and she couldn't even remember my face. So that feels good. But that's, like, a true star. I heard she doesn't listen, She doesn't watch any episode, and I think that's why she survived reality TV. That's actually Because I don't point. think she knows what's going on. And, and if she the best. did. She doesn't oh, get too the in the weeds. It's not that serious. But she still eats and leaves no crumbs every single episode. And she still remains the most toxic person on reality television. Way worse than Jen Shaw. Yeah. And uh, not Kate Middleton, but... Yeah, but I don't know. Those nails changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Hannah, it's been such a delight. Thank you so much for being here. If you guys just can't get enough of Hannah, make sure to follow her on TikTok. Not that she needs any more followers. Maybe you should follow me on TikTok. Um, and check out, she has two podcasts. One, of course, she hosts with Paige from Summer House. It is called Gateway Squad. And then she has her own more interview-based, like more serious, a little bit more mental health yes. called Burning in Hell. Burning spelled B E. RN. You are such a journalist. I'm also going to be at the West Hampton Theater this summer. Oh, I did. It's literally so fun. If the girlies want to come. Oh, I know we have the come. Long Island girlies yeah. who are toasters. That theater is so nice and Gorgeous. perfect size and they have good snacks <laughs> in the back. Okay, noted. Because like I always get like my snacks, you know. What's in your rider? Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. It's like so many caffeine-free Diet Pepsi, uh -huh. spritz, of course, uh -huh. sparkling water, flat water, a bottle of tequila, a shit ton of lemons, Bag of baked lays, bag of pretzels, bag of baked ruffles. And they always have a hard time finding it. When I'm in like the middle of nowhere, they're like baked. I'm like, you don't know baked lays. It's so bizarre. That's so um, funny. They're like late, just scrambling. Chicken fingers, French fries, grilled chicken, white rice, and a Caesar salad. Not for me. That's amazing. Yeah. And maybe a grilled salmon for Ben. I'm so bad with riders. Oh my God. I can't, I can't get enough free shit on my Or rider. they'll get my rider wrong. And there was like a huge like deli sandwich the other day. And mm. I was like, I didn't. And they were like, that was in your rider. And I was like, oh, my team messed up. Sorry. Did you eat it? Absolutely not. Oh. I can't. Like, I'm not going to eat a full ham, yeah. salami, yeah. provolone cheese. Well, I want to come to your show. Uh, oh, my God. I would love that's to when have you, came, you. You came to my show, right? Yes. At West Hampton. Yes. You got me tickets. Yes. I went in the back. I said hi. I'm going to need some tickets. You're very busy. I Also, yeah, I have a New York show in Times Square. I know it's Times Square, blah. Right. But on the 27th, there's... Um, of April? Of April. Mm, I'm at Stagecoach. With all the Bachelor people. Yeah. Oh, my God. Make out Blake. No. Oh, you're not into Blake? No. First of all, I'm married. I don't know if you know that. 
Second of all, I think like on a personality level, there's probably not anyone on reality TV that I was like more immediately put off by than Blake. <laughs> and three, he's dating Giannina from Love is Blind, which is the funniest, weirdest thing of all time. I've actually met him and he's really nice. He's really cool, but maybe not like... Not my type. Not, not good right enough for you to leave your marriage. No, there's a few people I wouldn't leave my husband for. Um, and he's not one of them. Who would you leave your husband for? Um, great question. And don't say nobody like Luann. <laughs> my Rose is my husband. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so, I mean, I'm, I'm so obsessed with him. It's really annoying. It's because we don't see each other a lot, but. No, but still, you need to answer. Pedro Pascal on This Is Us, The, the Last Not of this Us. Is us. Not This Is Us. <laughs> Very different. The last okay, month. that's a good one. Mine's um, John Mayer. But I justify it by saying, um, actually, Ben looks a lot like John Mayer. So you would sit in a room while he just gets inspired and starts playing the guitar and like working, working. I mean, just think about how, I mean, you haven't seen them, but my jugs are extremely inspiring. And I think he would write like some beautiful songs about my body. Oh, like once he sees these tits, it's over. Okay. Are you starting an OnlyFans? Is this your drop? Uh, Ben, you know, my husband Ben has a podcast with Josh Peck. Yes. It's so, it's literally so good. Josh Peck is so personable. He's so everything. I'm obsessed. Yeah. And they had on the episode that came out yesterday with Tana Mojo. And she's an OnlyFans girl. And she actually started, she has a really cool business where she started an agency where she represents other OnlyFans content creators and gets them set up. she's a boss. And promotes them. It's actually really smart. Women supporting women. And she said that if Josh and Ben started like a non-nude OnlyFans, like they could do a million dollars in a month. That's crazy because I've highly, I've been told that my foot has a good arch. Mm. Don't know what that means. Let's see. I mean, I mean, I, my sh- I didn't shave very well my, and I do have it's hairy okay, the toes. The cameras are not that high quality. Okay, good. Um, but I think like foot modeling, like if we have to. Yeah, and you could do it anonymously as a foot only fans person. Or like be really non-anonymous with it. Oh yeah, blow it up. Yeah. As seen on Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> chat room for 42 episodes hannah you are a doll you are a delight thank you so much for gracing us with your presence thank you this went by so fast and i love the toasters shout out to all of them and shout out to the giggly toasters make sure to follow hannah anywhere you can find her and go listen to her podcast and go see her on tour she's constantly on tour what is the website for your tickets oh yeah hannahburner.com boston vegas louisville tempe stuff coming up tempe dark Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to every Monday to Friday on YouTube for watching us on YouTube. Please feel free to subscribe to the video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Ivory Cast, Box, also the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us at Toast of the Millennial Morning beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow in studio with the Snatchler. Margot Snitch is joining us. You don't yes. want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Bye. <laughs>